Welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11. I'm Joe. And I'm Lex. Or you can call me Alex. <laughs> Change things up today. Change it up today. Can't tell you why we're changing it up. I'm actually supposed to be Rachel today. Oh, I'm still Lex. He's still Lex. <laughs> like Lex Luthor. Um, but besides us changing it up today, did you know that Scotland chose the unicorn as their national animal? I don't know for sure it would have been the leprechaun. Kind of weird considering I don't even, unicorns aren't real. Yeah, but they're just, they're, they're a myth. You don't question them, man. It's like the pot of gold. Does anybody actually get to the pot of gold at the end Scottish of the rainbow? People. You I don't, don't question them, man. They're on haggis. You don't understand what they're saying back to you and yeah, then you're going to see just a glass of beer just coming <laughs> smashed on your they're head. They're the drunk versions of English people and Irish people yeah. and they're already on the piss usually yeah. like Jack Grealish. Yeah. This is true. But um, in other news, besides Scotland and their uh, little national animal thing that we just went over canadian soccer is going bankrupt <laughs> they're going <We're> broke <laughs> canadian soccer is in the mud yeah they we just we especially the men's team just found you know we made a world cup and just finally got to that, that those high levels Listen, there's a there's a rumor alfonso davies <laughs> is paying for their flights their accommodation <laughs> And at this point, I think now Lucas Cavallini, when he was a DP at Vancouver, used the money to help out Canada. Only rumors. I can't speculate, though. You know, maybe it's true. Maybe it isn't. Jesus, we're um, that bad. <laughs> we're down that bad. Yeah, no. So, okay. It's actually not true that they're not bankrupt yet. Um, they're but considering. they're considering bankruptcy, according to their little, their little general secretary, Jason DeVos. Well, the interim general secretary, Jason DeVos. Um, he says there's not enough revenue to support even the grassroots foundation. So um, that's such a shame, man. Yeah, it's it just Coach Herdman, John Herdman over there came out and he even said how like it's embarrassing. It, they don't take it, it, the, it seriously enough. Like they made a World Cup and they're still not taking it seriously. They are hosting a World Cup and they're still not serious enough. Yeah. And he even said that he has to not like he's a coach. It's not his job to try and raise funds yeah. in order for his team that's to travel safely. That's not in his uh, description. If that's the case that this man is out here looking for sponsorship in order to travel safely, like, come on, Canada. Like, I don't, I don't know how you you're can, rich. But that's what I mean. Like, they, and they promote it too. Like, they are, you know, like they're, oh, yeah, you know, like Canada's here. Like, you know, Canadian soccer, you know, we're growing in this and that. Yeah, but they're not putting the money up. It's just weird because like, did you ever think you would hear of a time where like it. they could look at you and say, "Oh yeah, we're broken, we have no money." Like like Canada saying that. No, not a third world country, not anything like that. No. It's Canada. And especially like you had like and especially just cuz like you like now if if this came out <coughs> 10 years ago, you know where Canada was at, I'd be like, "Yeah, it makes sense." Yeah, yeah it makes sense they're not they, putting any they're, investment they're not, into yeah, they're not putting investment and showing I can see, you know, them just trying to maybe going for bankruptcy mm. and just, you know, <laughs> starting fresh again. Mm. But now it's like you made a World Cup, like you're having these stars emerge. Like you're seeing Canadian soccer's growing with the guys now. Like you, you see these Canadians playing in Europe. Like you, you never seen that before. It was you would see Americans before when yeah, we were growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But you never saw Canadians. It was yeah. just unheard of. Now you're seeing that, and then now it's when they're like, yeah, we don't really want to invest anymore. And then now you're seeing all this stuff that yeah, now they're gonna go bankrupt. Well, like, I, I was looking into it and like. Fucking crazy. Uh, so one of the major things that I real like I uh, read on was that they were saying like basically it comes down to like almost like TV rights and like what they got originally. So Canada didn't expect, I guess, for soccer to actually take off in any way, shape, or form. Obviously. So they signed some what they thought at the time was a lucrative contract of only three million dollars 
for like a 10 to 15 year deal or whatever, some shit like that for the TV rights. Of course, Canadian again, it. doesn't make any sense to me, but Hey, to each their own. Um, I want to ask you given like, so last year there was kind of that whole debacle with the whole women's team, mm-hmm. how they weren't getting paid enough or they weren't, some of them weren't even getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you think this is kind of fishy and has something to do with that? Like why they're not like the, why, why they're going to be declaring bankruptcy? Point. I mean, yeah, like that, that was probably just, I mean, that probably came down to, especially that the Canadian, like the, the, the men's team, you know, started was, was getting better, was getting more known on an international stage. You know, they were probably just trying to keep them happy mm-hmm. and, and all that, especially going to the world cup and stuff. And maybe we're paying them, you know, first. And then they just didn't have enough, to pay like anybody else. Mm. And I don't think that's what led to that. I feel like this was already a thing and they were just trying to scrape through, like, especially during that time, like who wants to come out, you know, you make your first world cup in how many years. Oh yeah. We're also bankrupt. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we don't got no money. Like you're not going to do it then. So I I feel like they were just trying to, you know, make it by with sponsors and this and that. And then, you know, now got to a point where they got nothing left and they're like, okay, fuck now, you know, we might have to consider bankruptcy because, we don't have enough to survive. Like yeah. we, we don't have the funding. We don't have the sponsors like that we want or the money coming in that we want. So we don't know if we can do it. I don't think that's what led to it. I just feel like it was just kind of like a contributing push onto the rug mm-hmm. for a while that now got <laughs> to the point where, you know, you can only build up so much yeah. until it, you know, it's going to just be that breaking point where it's like, okay, you know what? Now we have to, we have to figure out which way we're going to go because we can't afford this mm-hmm. right now. Well, you even look like why couldn't can every team, like you look at the Italian national team, the German national team, all these teams, <clears throat> even even if they don't play in a World Cup or there's no special year going on or whatever yeah. it is, they always have a new jersey every year. Yeah. Canada's the only team that they had the same jersey for like seven years. <laughs> they made a then, World Cup for the first time. And, and yeah, and, and that's the thing. They they make the World Cup and they couldn't figure out a deal for new kits. Like, wh- where? How? That should have been one of your biggest priorities because that is your first, like not your first time, obviously not, but like that was a a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is a huge achievement. And now you're just going to say, we're the same jerseys, whatever. We'll we'll make a stand though. We'll put tape over the Nike badge. No, no. Like that's not making a stand. They're red. They're good enough. Yeah. They got a Canada. Yeah. You're good. You You might as well have wore a penny at that point and people would have probably been more happy. Yeah. You know, a penny with a Canada logo. Um, (laughs) Do you think this sounds like, okay, like Jason DeVos, a little background on him too. He was kind. He was a not kind of. He was a former pundit on TSN. Mm-hmm. This is where the news kind of broke. He went out to TSN and said, "Hey, we're bankrupt." Blah blah blah. They conducted the whole interview. Um, he also won the 2000 Concacaf Gold Cup with Canada. Um, so, do you think this is him trying to kind of negotiate now with the board and like the people higher up, trying to say like, "Hey, listen, if you're not fixing it and whatever, because there's only so much he could do, right?" Yeah. So, do you think he's trying to say? This is just like we're gonna go bankrupt unless you start to help me out. Yeah. Or do you he, think like this is actually like a real thing? I mean, it, it, it could you know very well happen. But I think like, that, that, I feel like this is just him. He's he's reaching out because he knows he needs he needs them to invest and he needs to invest hard because the difference is and why you don't you know something like this you don't really see in you know countries like you said like in Italy or whatever mm-hmm. even teams that don't make the World Cup because so they like realize how much money comes in through soccer and, and just through, through just like the FIGC, how much money that come like they, they make as an organization. Mm-hmm. And that country relies on a lot of that. Canada doesn't, they don't yeah. rely on anything with the soccer. So yeah. Okay. They can be making a lot more money and a lot of money through that, but they didn't, they like throughout the years, they never had to rely on that and they never really cared about it. So they never invested in it. Now it's getting to that point where 
it's growing here and they're not matching that like it, it's you're seeing the skills going up you're seeing everything is going up in canada like it's it's a lot more known and it's like like we, we said it, we talked about this before you know you're playing soccer now at at a competitive level like a young age like you have a lot better chance of making it now than yeah, when we were yeah. playing you know and and it's it's you see all this progress and it's just them not wanting to invest anymore it's it's, it's sad because like if it was still you know shit like it was you know 15 20 years ago and it just mm. it wasn't changing the development was bad here then i can you know i, I can i can I'll, i can side with them i can yeah. say you know what i wouldn't really invest in it too like yeah okay i get it soccer whatever but what are you gonna invest in if you know there's there's nothing to invest in mm. like you're not seeing any progress in how many years what's the point but you see all this progress now sure he's gonna come out and and try to get you know try to get them to you know put more money towards it, yeah. just invest more into that. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, it will pay off just to believe into it, into the project, into the Canadian soccer system. It will pay off in the end, but these guys here, they need to be serious about it. Like they like shit needs to change. Yeah. Uh, do you think this is going to have an effect on the upcoming world cup? Cause already the men's team has said like there's certain international games. They will not be able they to, won't take be, yeah, they won't be, they won't be able to play. They already canceled. I think it was against a friendly against Saudi Arabia and somebody else. I can't remember exactly who the second team was, mm. but like they're already saying like they can't compete in certain international friendlies now and stuff like that yeah, because of their financial situation. <laughs> they can't afford to get there. Yeah. So do you think this is going to have an overall effect on the men's national team? And like the upcoming <laughs> World Cup that they are fucking hosting. I know. And then now, like finally, Canada gets part of being able to, to host. And uh, you guys are losing your team. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I hope not. But like, I it, it could, man. If if you know shit, like they don't clear this shit up, and and you know they go and they do file for bankruptcy, and that just goes south. What are like? What are they really? They, they might not even be able to to play in the tournament, and then you know you're not making any money here, and they might even lose a spot. They might say, mm-hmm. okay, Canada's not in it. You know, we only had what two state two. Uh, we had yeah, Vancouver two, right yeah, here yeah. in Toronto, yeah. so they're gonna be like, okay, you know what? We're gonna give those two spots to. They'll find two more states that they have big enough stadiums. Put yeah. the two games yeah. over. Put those those move that over there, and that's it. Though Canada would just be uh, USA and Mexico, and then you look at all that money, just not even just soccer, just everything in, in general. Like, you know how much money the city of Toronto would make and Vancouver I was just would about make to say with tourists just alone, for tourists tourism, and everything. Sorry. People coming to watch and just be a part of like the world cup. Yeah. Like you're losing out on all of that, man. They don't see that. And it's, it's, it's sad, man. Especially just, like, well, I, I want to like, I'm we're Canadian. Like you, you know, you want to see this, the sport grow. Like we love this sport. Yeah. You want to see it grow here. You want to just, you want to see the development get better. You know, eventually when I have kids, I want you know, I want, hopefully my kids can you know get into there and hey, maybe, maybe one day they make it. Yeah. But you know, with if, if they go bankrupt, then Canada soccer just goes back to shits. Yeah. Where are they gonna make it? Yeah. They're gonna move to Italy. And you really feel for these players too. Like this is this is genuinely like the golden generation yeah. of Canadian soccer. And like I, that, okay, I know that term gets thrown around loosely, you know, and stuff like that. But it, it truly is. When you, you never look, had it. <laughs> yeah, like when you never had it. Like even though you look at the team, like okay, there's some positions like genuinely are really yeah, bad yeah but you look alfonso davies is amongst one of the top three left backs in the whole world you know that's a huge achievement jonathan david he is one of the most sought after strikers yep. in the world you know like estacchio he's gonna there's gonna be a market for him you know there's a lot of ability and there's a lot of potential and there's a mm-hmm. lot of talent within this team and you really i do really feel bad for john herdman the way he was speaking yeah. about it all because he even said like you like they're not taking it seriously no like and and it's tough to even be a coach. It, it, it even I'll relate to like Allegri. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough to motivate your team and tough to get your team out there to play this game and whatever when you know 
nothing is actually going right. Yeah. You know, like how do you motivate somebody when you're not even motivated? When, you, hey, you're when losing motivation. you know, they're not even you're not getting the you. proper, exactly. That's what you I was know? about to say. You're not getting the proper backing and you feel it, man. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> you, you want to have that comfortability where, you know, you have the people that like that, that are working on, you know, on top of you and, and behind you, behind the scenes that, no matter what, they're gonna back you. Yeah. No matter what, like that's your backup, that's your army. Like you'll have that. When you don't have that, man, like it's it's no and like you you definitely see it in in in, mm. uh, in him. And like it's I feel bad, man. I feel fucking dude. It's I feel so bad. It's just fucked to me because you look at Canada and you like in the, when you think about like the grand scheme of it all, right? Canada is so diverse and multicultural and stuff like that. So you have Europeans from all over coming. Mm-hmm. You have Africans from all over coming. You have all these South Americans coming here to Canada immigrating this is their new home whatever it is so on like technically speaking you could actually build something very special with these guys you, can. <laughs> you know especially if they play soccer or whatever it is like you look like you could get the best from everything yeah. because of Canada's the immigration policy you have. Man. like it's <laughs> and you saw how it worked out with like alfonso davies you know a refugee from ghana like he mm-hmm. came in and like you know look how beautiful that is and it yeah. turned out for him exactly. and you see there's probably a million other people like that that mm-hmm. they have the god-given ability and now you just think it's not even going to be backed up anymore. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be some sort of development. There's not going to be some sort of grassroots thing. Mm-hmm. All because they don't want to put their money where their mouth is. Exactly. You know, maybe, hey, Drake, if you're listening to this, which I, I doubt you are. but <laughs> maybe dude, this you're is rich. A good, maybe this is a good time to step yeah, in. Yeah, you, JB. opportunity. I don't know. I know you're not maybe too much into soccer, but. You're throwing out all those dude, other, other jerseys. The Ryan, jersey, Ryan jersey. Reynolds no, no, is no, giving up Rexham Imagine to come revitalize Canadians. That'd be sick, actually. But that'd, hey, fucking, that'd be crazy. About it. But hey, hey, you know what? what I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be so pissed off with Drake and Justin Bieber, too, taking care of the team. Yeah, but it's then like we'd a Rexham have, 2.0. Yeah, okay, but I'd be cheesed because then, then you'd have... would come. Yeah, okay, that'd be <laughs> sick. Today, we're having asparagus. <laughs> asparagus. <laughs> we, need, we need stuff like that. But we're speaking about money. Um, so I'm going to change over the topic here because Canada, fuck you right now. Sorry. Yeah, we got no money. So we got no money apparently to do this part. Um, so Saudi Arabia is cleaning house. That's where Canada maybe should go. For, maybe uh, for we should investors. Investors. <laughs> say, um, Chelsea is deciding that they're taking full advantage of that. Oh, Koulibaly gone. Kante gone. <laughs> Ziyech gone. All the Saudi Arabia. They, they went there and they had a runway show with other players. Yeah, all right, guys. Like, I don't even this know what was available. <laughs> Next up, we have Koulibaly. Dude, and the, worst, like, part, the worst part is, like, did they really even lose money on Koulibaly? No, not like, really. They, they almost broke even. They, and they, he had a ratchet season. They bought him for what? 35 mil? Yeah. Sold him for 27. 20, 27. 27. And you like he he played a year, so you know you kind of lose that you know that one like depreciation yeah. value. You lose that a little bit. They 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 literally won on that. Yeah. So like, Saudi Arabia is trying to clean house. There, it's I I actually fucking hate it, and I hate Chefrin for like even more than I did last episode mm-hmm. because of this. Because this man is not stepping in. He's coming in and saying some bullshit about how their development, blah blah blah. They're going about it the wrong way. Okay, so sanction them. Do yeah. something. Do you know what I mean? Like now, like no team no team will be able to complete not even the prime with how much money they make no. will actually be able we'll to be compete able to with saudi arabia no. and the fees they're offering people the wages i'm oh, sorry the transfer uh, the amount they're throwing at these teams like ruben neves was sold for 43 mil yeah. he's not that good man yeah. he's really not that good if kovacic went for less than that yeah but you actually see what happened might happen with uh, ruben neves no so so he went there for the 40 mil now apparently from that team there, he might get loaned now to Newcastle. And then Newcastle, they don't get fucked with FFP because they're not buying him. They're yeah. only loaning him. 
and they don't care what they're not they don't care to get to money for him because hey, they're fucking Saudi. They yeah, can afford it. They can do whatever so they're, they they're loaning him for fuck all, and he's gonna go there on loan. It's not confirmed, but there apparently was, that, that, it wasn't that, there that the same rumor with like oh, what's his name with Ronaldo. Like that, he yeah, could yeah, go with to that, Newcastle. With that, like that, that, was, that was a rumor too. But I, I saw that. I saw that, and I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm like, like, imagine like this becomes a thing now that like these Saudi teams they're gonna buy the player for whatever amount because they don't give a fuck, and then start loaning them to like these other prem teams that they have the connection of Saudi owners and help them out in that way to kind of yeah. get around FFP and shit. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them if they're figuring out loopholes. Guys, like man. you can't. Like it's 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 annoying because again, Cheffron all he's gonna do is flap his gums. And kick out Osasuna from a conference league. You know, that's that's Todd, all he's going to do. Todd, Todd was smart, man. He made that connection with the Saudis, clearly. He did. And cleared all. he knew that this year, after the money he spent, they needed to clear house of all the scrap that they had and start fresh and start over. And the Saudi is, they're helping Chelsea a lot. <laughs> and Todd. Makes you kind of think, actually. Might be but, a little uh, bit maybe a little something there, but that's uh, not besides for, not for today. Besides Saudi, because I genuinely hate talking about them because it just fucking irritates me just, royally. Because it's just pay, like the amount they pay and like Koulibaly is making like life changing money now. At the end of his career, he's like, okay, whatever, give. Like, but it's just annoying because they're even like looking at like middle aged guys in the yeah. peak. Of, like Se- I saw Seko Fofana on lens. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, he's, he's and like, I'm just like, are now. you fucking kidding me? Like. Yeah. I'm not saying he's what like a world beater. He's anything crazy or anything like that. But like that's a solid player yeah. that he could do well in Europe still, and, and play uh, in Champions League and this and that. But no, Saudi's yeah. just coming in giving him an offer he can't refuse. Quite literally, and no one's gonna come near it. He's gonna yeah. Like, okay, well, um, but later. no harping on them. Some uh, transfers have happened right now, and usually that everyone, weren't in Saudi. Yeah, that aren't in Saudi. Uh, we're not going to talk about the transfers, like rumors and stuff like that, because if you talk about the rumors, buddy, you're going to be here for fucking 17 hours. Like, it's, it's fucked. The, the, this whole transfer merry-go-round. Victor Romano still hasn't got to bed. Yeah, that poor guy, I think, has <laughs> been awake for fucking four days straight or something. <laughs> but um, we're just going to talk about some of the confirmed transfers, what we think, if it makes sense, their role, if it doesn't make sense, like stuff like that. Um, So the first we're person... Restarting. The first person I want to ask you about, Al, is um, we're, we're going to hit home here quickly on multiple fronts. So we're going to th- not home like you, oh, okay, fuck okay, you okay. guys. Uh, no, I'm, saying, ma- I'm, saying, I'm saying within Italy. Okay. So no, Milan is kind of maybe probably most likely entering a small little bit, big little bit version <laughs> of a banter era. <laughs> They get rid of Maldini because he wa- had a different direction for the club. He, AK, just wanted to fucking win and build an empire. Rightfully so. Spend money and invest. Um, the owners didn't want to do that. And now the owners also lost a piece of their soul as well in getting rid of Tonali. And we had this debate in the group chat about how, <laughs> about how you know, like came home. loyalty doesn't exist anymore, blah, blah, blah. But like... In a scenario like this, I do feel for Milan fans because you lost two integral parts. And what does Milan do to go replace Mr. Sandro Tonali, who could potentially be one of Italy's best midfielders, if not the best? They got Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Yeah. So Solid um, repl- bench player on Chelsea, who were struggling and were mid-table last year, is going to Milan now as their starting midfielder to replace Tonali, who was just had... Two unreal seasons. Is it a replacement though? Or is that a replacement for Brahim? 
because the Ruben Loftus Cheeks plays anywhere in that mid. You've seen him even deployed as a fucking like, right I mean, wing. Back. I feel like they're still going to be using that 35 mil De Ketelar to, to replace Brahim. True, actually, you're trying to get their money out of that. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, right, you, he still he still exists. He's still there. So that that's what he's. They're probably dude. Loftus Cheek is is going to be playing where Tonali is, unless Milan end up getting whatever Savage or, or Fratesi. That's another story, but. Right now, that's the, that's that's his replacement, Loftus Cheek. So for Newcastle and Tonali, do you think this is a good move? Like for Tonali's career, we'll start with that. Do you think that's a good move for his career, given the player he is, the qualities he brings? I, like I mean, age, blah blah blah. It, it it's it's just so hard to like to talk about. And it's so hard to discuss just because like you know like him as a player, like he didn't want to leave. Like he talked plenty of times and spoke so highly of Milan, how he wanted to be there for a very long time. So and like you saw him just getting just used to that culture and just being a part of that, and you knew he could have been something. Mm-hmm. And with Newcastle, like I, it's it's a good opportunity, and I feel just under like the right direction and with the right team and like the, like the, like Newcastle, like they got a very like young and like they got like an exciting team. Yeah, and I I I really think man with the skill set that he has, I like I think he can do very well over there. Yeah. He's gonna kind of. Yeah. Not like he's gonna kind of change that narrative that like Italians have going to England and just you know not being able to do it. I think he's gonna struggle a little bit at the beginning. Like I don't mean like you know first season. I mean like first couple games. You know, kind of integrating into that. But I feel like he's gonna get that starting role very soon, and he's gonna be like a big part to that midfield, like what they needed in that midfield. I just hope that like his head's straight and he's not like you know what I mean. Like yeah, of, too depressed, too depressed, and like you know he maybe starts whatever saying like he gets like these injuries and like he just yeah, starts yeah. missing. You know what I mean? Like See, that's that's my biggest fear because you know he truly didn't want to leave. No. There was pictures of him crying when he found out he was being sold. Like you know he really actually didn't want to yeah, leave, he, and it wasn't he just to that stay. lip service. Yeah, so like it's it's one of those things where. I think if Tonali is 100% there mentally and whatever, mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic signing for Newcastle. Yeah. Because you look at the way he plays, everyone compared him to Pirlo. Yeah. I mean, yes, he could ping a pass, of course. But to me, Pirlo never ran as much as Tonali. No, but he's also to say, he's Tonali's so much more great, than Pirlo. You know? He's so much more. And I think him beside Bruno Gumaj, your guy over there, I think that's a great like two-headed dragon right there, yeah. box to box, in your face. They have the perfect defensive qualities, the great physicality. They, they're really good with that. So I think under Eddie Howe, he would actually thrive. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like Tonali too. Like he he like he links up once he gets like that like that partnership like intact. Like you saw like the first season when he came in, he didn't really have that with Benesia, and he couldn't like he was he was struggling. I remember the first season, a lot of Milan fans like that. Like we were saying, oh like, yeah, they wrote fans, him off. But, like Milan fans were like, oh yeah, whatever. You know, I I hope we don't buy him at the end of the year. Like he's no, you know, he, everyone compared him to Pirlo. He's no, he's nowhere near like this guy's this. And then in second season, he shut everybody up and just had, he went off. He had a fucking season and a half and, and showed that he's the real deal. Now, you saw that with Benessier, once he kind of grew that partnership, it made him a better player. Yeah. And, the, and his understanding yeah. in that midfield with him was just unreal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's that type of player, like it once him, if him and Bruno G, they hook up and like they start getting to know each other and just where, like where they, like they always are and just where to find them and just, they kind of link up like after time. I feel like that, like that partnership, yeah. as That'd long as he stays healthy, because you saw with Benessier, unfortunately, he was great, but mm. the guy was always dealing with some injury. Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't happen with Newcastle and they can stay consistent mm. and playing together. And I think like, I, I agree with you. Like, I think he's going to do very well there, especially with like, once they kind of mesh together and like, yeah. the team starts flowing, I feel like he's going to be a big part of that team. Um, also in the, obviously everyone knows about Jude to Real Madrid. 
I, I like. Do we even want to talk about that? They're just building an empire like of it, youngsters. It, it was just kind of we were we knew about that in what fucking January, February yeah, that it was already like a done. I mean, deal. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of did think he would go to Liverpool. No, no. I don't. I don't know. A part of me actually was as, somewhat convinced because he's English, right? I always thought they have like home as home. As soon as I saw Madrid going for him, and that he was like he was showing interest, like they like they were like gonna negotiate, like they were gonna start talking to them. Dude, mm. when Real Madrid goes for you, and like, and you're one of those guys that like, you're not like some guys like, like those Englishmen, like they'll be like, no, no, you know, like I want to go like this. My my boyhood club was like Man United yeah, or yeah. Chelsea, and that's where I want to play. Like I want to go there. When Real Madrid comes to you, man, like it's very hard. It's to tough say to no. say no. Like it's 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 like just that name speaks for itself. Yeah. Like you don't gotta explain it. We and I feel like that wasn't that was a very easy choice for yeah, him. Yeah, like, I, I knew it was done as soon as I saw that fucking link up. The only weird transfer so far Real Madrid made is getting that guy Josalu. Yeah. Which I, I'm not going to lie. I would like to look at you and say I know a lot about this guy. I give you a background detail, no. blah, 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 whatever. I, I actually don't know much about him. He's old. I know that. <laughs> He's 33. He's coming off a good season, of course. He got capped by Spain and he scored against Italy. I could tell you that. But kind of a weird flex. But I mean... What's he really gonna do? Yeah, like it, you know, it's not, his it's role normal, is probably it's not a normal Madrid signing that we yeah. like, that we see. It's it's an older guy, you know. Obviously, it's a it's a depth signing, and you know they're still gonna have Angelotti next year. They're still gonna want to compete on in, in the Champions League. Like they're wanna they're gonna want to go you know back at it and go to the final again. Yeah, not like this year. And now they're gonna, like you're gonna see these you're gonna see them. They're still gonna make some big signings, but I, like these little like random guys. Yeah, I feel like you're still yeah. gonna, you're gonna see Madrid making. Like what the fuck? Why like? Why did they sign him? <laughs> I think the biggest signing so far that I, I really want to talk about quickly before we wrap it all up here is Nicholas Jackson to mm-hmm. Chelsea. Now, the reason I want to speak about this is because the amount of attackers they already have. Yeah. Now, I know Chelsea fans might come from my head here, but to me, I feel like they should have offloaded a lot of their fucking attacking players and then maybe considers. I don't think Nicholas Jackson's a bad player at all. I think he's a good player, but... It's he had a breakout year this year. He's still young, so he could still whatever. He's a big player. He's like, oh, sorry, big framed guy, whatever. He's like, he's a solid player mm-hmm. for the price they paid to. Like, is a really, are you going to bat an eye? But what even surprised me even more is the fact that they signed him onto an eight year deal. Yeah, I saw that too. Like, these like, are baseball contracts. Yeah, we're I, was getting like, into what? Now. I was like, what? That's fucking eight years. When like, I saw that, sure? I'm like, like, what the fuck? And like, I think he's a decent player, yes, but it's like, to commit him that like to go that long, man. Right? That's like that's you're that's crazy. And like, taken, they also signed the Kunku. <laughs> I know. You know, they have him Kunku coming back. I don't know if Timo's coming back, if it's the end of his loan or if RB is. Nah, I, I, I think they're probably gonna buy him. I can't see him coming Lukaku, back. Lukaku, they're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Aubameyang, <laughs> they're still trying to figure that out. Kai Havertz went to Arsenal, which okay, good business because they actually made some money off him. Not made like, money off him, but you know what I mean? And after like, um, he didn't really have that great of a season. Yeah. So to get the money they did for him. Hey, that, Kudos I'll, I'll give it to Chelsea. Yeah, like, that, that's they did, they did good bargain. with that deal. Like but, they, they took nothing else for they took nothing less for that. Do you see Nicholas Jacks? Like, does it make sense to you? Do you see him doing well? John, like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you here. I don't know too much about Nicholas Jackson. But it's like saying his name. It's like yeah, like, it's, Jackson. It's, that's what I was thinking too. Um, I don't like I don't know too much about him. I just like again, like I, I just I don't like I don't see the direction Chelsea's going in with like mm-hmm. when they make these signings. Like a lot of them, like they like they like they'll make like Nkuku, great signing. Like it makes sense, whatever. Other guys too, yeah. But then there's like there's certain guys that I'm just like, okay, but like, well, but why did you like why did they sign him? Or because yeah. they don't really need that. You know, maybe they need like defend, like they need deep, like defenders. They need uh they like they said now they, they need they're desperate need of a goalie. Focus on that. Get yeah. a goalie. Like yeah. you have the attackers now, like chill with the attackers. Like I, I don't know. Some moves I feel like they make like 
don't make sense. And then like the eight, like the, the whole eight year deal, like I feel like that's a big risk, especially with, you know, I mean, like how many, how many times you see like these, these kids, they have a great season and these teams, you know, they invested it hard. They spend big money and then they just don't, you know, they can't, they can't yeah. live up to that pressure or, or just live up to that price tag. And then you see them flop and then yeah. it's, you know, whatever. And now like you have an eight year deal. So it's not like, you know, after two, three years. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. We'll, we'll you know, we'll take the loss, lose him for free. And then whatever that is, yeah. we'll move on. Like he's locked in for eight years. If he does great. Sure. But you know, if he's not, ah, yeah. what are you going to do? No, it's true. You're right. You're right. It's, it's one of those, like, it just sucks that he's there for so long. Yeah. And then that's going to be a contract that they could struggle to get rid of. Because yeah. at the end of the day, he's there for eight years. He's yeah. 21 years he's, old. He's he could literally in. like. He's, you know, the only thing is like, yeah, if he, if he does good, you know, then you can kind of play that game of, you know, if teams start coming into shop for him, you can kind of ask for whatever because you know he's locked in. You're not going to lose him for free in the yeah, next year. Yeah, exactly. Before we end things off, there's two transfers. I just wanted to just kind of go over because both of them kind of shocked me when they when I when I saw they were actually confirmed done. Kovacic to City. Oh, and Gundogan and to Go- Barca. And Gundogan to Barca. Both like, great moves. Like, great, honestly, great signing for Barca. Eh, I think I so. I, it's a great signing but because... But who, who, where's he going to replace? De Jong. If they offload De Jong. De Jong's going to Manu. Okay. He's going if, to United. If that's, I'll, if that's I'll, I'll a confirmed there, thing, then okay. It's not, that no, no, it's, not, it's not confirmed. Like, there's talk because uh, Ten Hag wants him there. I'll put money. By the end of this transfer window... He's going to be going there, and Barca got that signing because he's experienced. He's well. Yeah, he can he can cover that position, and they know what they're getting. And they out of need him. they do need somebody with that kind of like leadership experience, exactly. especially because they're losing Busquets. And, and you have Pedri, Gavi, like you have the, all these young yeah. guys in the midfield. Like you want them to you know to learn off somebody that ha- that has been there and has the experience that can teach these yeah. kids. So for me, like that move was great. Kovic is to City. I, I, See, that that confuses I don't, I don't understand because it. I like, don't get it. Unless you're okay, I know that Bernardo Silva is like linked to go. I know like there's Kevin De Bruyne's are getting older, blah blah blah. Like I know that, but Kevin De Bruyne hasn't showed any signs of slowing down. Yeah. Right. Then you have Bernardo Silva. If he does leave, then okay, I guess so Kovacic the kind too, of makes like, sense. I know, but Kovacic is like a mobile center mid, so maybe yeah, under Pep he could do some weird then, shit. Then you see him also going for Declan Rice too. Yes, okay, yeah. Where, like, well, where is this, that's like, Calvin Phillips' replacement on yeah, the bench. Yeah, but Calvin Phillips, no, he, they're probably going to use him to. He'll probably go to West Ham and then kind of like work that into. The I mean, deal. that's kind of a smart deal then for him too. At least price. he gets some playing yeah. time. He's not going to get pushed even more for like further down the bench. Yeah, like with Kovacic though, like, I mean, hey, with Chelsea, he was he was a good player. I didn't think he was that great that like City would be going for him after like you know just winning the trouble. Okay, you know what, Kovacic is the guy. Yeah, I guess Pep sees something that you know. Inside in him that he knows he's gonna work. That's in why his with system. Pep, I feel like anytime he goes for a player, like I, I don't question it as much as I used to. No, you know, like with City at first, like with uh, who was it? I want to say it was Aki or Stones. One of the two. Like they didn't play the first year at all, mm-hmm. and I literally looked. I'm like, see, waste of money. Yeah. This guy just fucking wanted to throw some money at somebody for no reason. Blah blah. blah. He just turns out he literally just had a plan. I was he was molding them yeah, for a was, year, was, and then in. they turned them into a monster. Yeah. You know, he so like he doesn't rush his players in. That's one thing I love. Pep, about that's Pep. one guy like you know, you know, he's gonna use whatever you're like whatever he wants to get. Yeah. If you give him what he wants, he'll use them. Yeah, some way down the line, somewhere down the line, whatever. Mm-hmm. Only one that hasn't come to fruition is clearly Calvin Phillips, but. This was his first year. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like Next everyone year, the first year is kind of like that molding year where like he's, he's you know like you have to get used to the team and just how things go and just whatever. I don't. He has his he, Pep has his thing, but next year if he's still there, 
I guarantee you're going to see a lot more of him. And yeah. he's, he's going to probably be a bigger part of that. I wouldn't team even be surprised there. if they throw him as like a center back. Oh, yeah. Calvin Phillips. You know, he has like, I'm not Change saying he's up. good enough or whatever, but I'm just saying like with under Pep, I just, you don't know what yeah. to expect anymore, man. Like you have like, Rodri there, but he could be playing center back. Yeah, like center back John center Stones is a through John and through Stones. center back. <laughs> this guy was throwing him as a defensive <laughs> mid and he was playing he was like fucking a fucking unreal. Busquets son. Like it, it's, yeah, it's being dramatic. You know what I mean, right? For a guy that's a center back that's not like a defensive midfielder, it was very impressive. That's what I mean, he, man. Like, he was I don't it wasn't know. just one game that he was covering, like multiple games that he was See, playing. Like, so very that well. for me, like as much as I don't understand where Kovacic goes, I understand because it's Pep. Yeah, you I know that. That's one of the ones we just gotta be like, you know what? Hey, Pep chose. It must make sense somehow to him. We just gotta see how it goes during the season exactly. because we're never we're not gonna understand the way he thinks or if a move actually makes sense. Because for Pep, they always make sense. I just want to see who Barca goes with to replace Busquets, like directly. Yeah. Because I mean, that'll technically be, speaking, one of the like the most the, the guy I would think that directly replaces him is Rodri. Yeah. Right. But you're not gonna pry Rodri away. Uh, no, Rodri no, away no, from City. No. So hey, it's Bu- like Busquets said that he's like, hey, you, you guys, you know, like that. That's who you guys should get to replace. It, it, it is true. Like Gundogan, I, 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 for some reason don't rate Gundogan as much as everybody else does. Everybody gets mad at me he, and says like a, whatever. The, the, he just looks weird when he plays, yeah. man. I, I don't know what it is. He just doesn't. He doesn't look like a soccer player. He looks like he yeah. works at like a like a flea market. Or something. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, there's something about him I just can't get behind. Where it's like, oh yeah, you know what, dude? He's so good. But like, no, I don't know, man. I just even when he was with Dortmund and he was pulling the strings and everyone say how good he is, I'm just like, I don't see it. Yeah, I, 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 with Dortmund, I, I do. When he went to City, like that was a move that I was like, man, why, yeah, why, why exactly for him? Like exactly, that? that makes no sense whatsoever. And now like, Barca is peak age or not? Peak? What is he like? Thirty three? I think so. 30, Something 31, like that. 32. Now he goes to Barca. I mean, somehow Barca could sign players, even though <laughs> know, they, even though they don't have a billion dollars in debt. They're twerking for Spotify to <laughs> fucking get money just to help out to make a signing. They lost Gavi midseason because they didn't register him because they couldn't and they didn't have enough money. And but somehow they still signed more players than anybody in Serie And it's a fucking joke. It's the history of Barca. It is the history. Just like the history of Tottenham. They'll never win. No, but they got Vicario now. I, I love Vicario, man. I'm not like, gonna lie. I, I think kind of sour about that. I am too because I wanted him to go. I, want, I wanted you to get rid of Chesney <laughs> and sign him as a backup. I was so adamant on getting him or that other guy, Karnaseki. Yeah, we're not gonna get either. We're Roma. We suck. But we're not talking not, about not, no, our uh, so. shitty market. We'll have. I think on that note, we end I things know. off here. Yeah, it was a great episode. Um, if you guys haven't yet, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at AltraXI. What are you laughing for? What are you laughing for? Being shady. I'm being shady. It was a great episode today. These <laughs> <laughs> guys always fucking laughing at me. They're so rude. Um, guys, if you haven't yet, don't uh, don't forget to check out the uh, the YouTube channel and uh, our shop. It hasn't been uh, updated yet because we're kind of bringing in uh, season two. So I'm not really going to release t-shirts with all like the same things i'm going to change them all to the our new logo so keep an eye out for that guys and uh we'll hear you we'll see you next week ciao see you later